From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, the 25th of January. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Today, U.S. Special Forces in the spotlight. We heard the details about the Navy SEAL raid that rescued two aid workers held hostage in Somalia. Also, President Barack Obama fired a few rhetorical shots at China last night. Some analysts say it's not just campaign talk. You know, for the first time, the United States is feeling a real sense of threat from the challenge of a rising China. And Egypt's revolution one year later. That's ahead on the world. BBC News with David Austin. The same elite unit of U.S. special forces that killed Osama bin Laden last year has successfully rescued two Western aid workers kidnapped by pirates in Somalia. Jessica Buchanan and Paul Tisdale were abducted in October while working for a Danish demining organization. Here's our security correspondent, Frank Gardner. The U.S. military and the White House are celebrating today's rescue mission as an unqualified success. Swooping in under cover of darkness, an elite team of U.S. Navy SEAL commandos parachuted into remote thorn scrub in northern Somalia and moved in on the pirate camp where two Western aid workers were held prisoner. The American Jessica Buchanan and Paul Hain Tisted from Denmark were kidnapped by gunmen three months ago and fears were growing for their chances of survival. The nine pirates holding them, reportedly suffering from the after-effects of chewing the narcotic cut leaf the day before, were quickly overpowered In an exchange of fire, all nine were killed, both hostages were released unharmed, and none of the rescue team were injured. The United States Federal Reserve, the country's central bank, has said that interest rates are likely to remain exceptionally low until at least late 2014. Here's our economics correspondent, Andrew Walker. The Fed's main policy tool is a target for the interest rate that banks charge to lend to one another, called the federal funds rate. Since late 2008, the Fed's interventions in the money markets have aimed to keep it within a range of 0 to 0.25%. It now says that rate is likely to remain exceptionally low for almost three more years, and perhaps longer. That would suggest a total of six years of extremely low interest rates in the US, a clear sign of the subdued economic performance which the Fed expects to continue for some time. Doctors in Pakistan say contaminated medicines are believed to have killed at least 70 heart patients in the eastern city of Lahore. A hundred others are being monitored. Officials said the casualties appeared to be linked to a batch of cardiac drugs given to patients free of charge by a government-run hospital. Shazeb Jalani reports. Doctors believe the deaths were caused by at least four different locally manufactured cardiac drugs. The medicines are said to have led to rapid depletion of bone marrow and white cells, causing bleeding and death. Officials have arrested owners of three local pharmaceutical companies, which are alleged to have supplied the contaminated medicines. Samples of suspected drugs have been sent to Germany for further investigation. There are fears that hundreds of other patients who have taken the drug could be at risk. Gunmen on motorcycles have shot dead three lawyers and wounded another in Pakistan's biggest city, Karachi. Reports say the lawyers, who were all from the same Shia family, were on their way home from the city's courts when they came under attack. The head of the Karachi Bar Association, Mahmoud al-Hassan, said that the men were victims of a targeted attack. This is the World News coming to you from the BBC in London. 
the Christian priest and a regional head of the Red Crescent have been killed in Syria. Activists say the priest, Father Basilius Nasser, was shot dead during a military attack on the city of Hama, north of Damascus. The Red Crescent official, Dr. Abdul Razak Jibero, died in a car on his way from Damascus to the northwestern town of Idlib. Syrian state media said both were killed by terrorists. Palestinian negotiators say their talks with Israeli officials have run their course, failing to achieve any progress. Palestinian and Israeli negotiators have met five times in recent weeks in the Jordanian capital, Amman, with the Jordanian government trying to bring the two...